Groundbreakers from 4constructionpros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today. And in this episode, Troy Dolan, Vice President of Heavy Construction for the US and Canada at Leica Geosystems, helps us examine the concept of the digital twin and how it can be applied in the civil construction sector. He also looks at the broader benefits in this market sector, including the cost savings it can bring to heavy construction projects. Let's get the scoop with Troy now. Troy, thank you again for joining us. Um, I guess I'd like to start by having you provide just a quick overview of your background and maybe tell us a little bit about um, Leica's heavy construction division. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me. So um, I grew up in the construction industry in a small uh, rural part of Washington State. Um, a lot of uh, road construction contractors in the area uh, was was really taught the trade by by my dad. What had the the good fortune to really start um, at the bottom and work as, as a laborer and grade checker and then lay um, a pipe layer and then on up through operating heavy machinery. So I've really been in the heavy construction business for uh, my whole life. And as I then had an, an opportunity to migrate um, away from, from actual in the field operations, um, I went through estimating um, and more you know, executive management roles. And that eventually led me um, to what I'm doing now, which uh, I love very much working for Hexagon uh, under the Leica Geosystems brand and representing the, the business of, of heavy uh, civil contractors and helping them become more efficient, more effective in the field. Um, I think one of the great things about our business is that um, we really look at the contractor holistically. Uh, we don't just look at one solution. So in, in many cases, the, the obvious thing that people think about with heavy construction and technology is machine control. We certainly do that and we believe that we're best in class at that. But we also um, have a lot of really awesome solutions for contractors that see below the ground, such as our ground penetrating radar, as well as above the ground and, and uh, you know, in tunnels, we have reality capture solutions and mobile mapping. Um, we have some really unique offerings in the market that I think position us well to, to really help the contractor um, do the, the things that they do. And uh, I, I believe the, that we're doing a really good job of speaking contractor. Great. Uh, and Actually, there are things that um, the company offers that I wasn't even aware of, like the GPR solutions. So that's that's interesting to note that. Um, yeah. So looking at, at what we're here to talk about, um, back in January, Dodge Data released the, the Civil Quarterly, which is one of their, yeah. their reports. And it indicated that there's a growing need for BIM, building information modeling, and digital twins among civil contractors. And I, I want to get back to that um, as a point to discuss. But to start us out, um, looking at digital twins, that's kind of a, an, a concept that is still a little unclear for a lot of people, including me. Can you maybe kind of give us a little bit of a, a background on digital twins and define that for us? And also 
share some of how that technology came yeah. to be in use? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it, the the genesis of digital twin. <clears throat> I think that's it, it. Can be a little difficult to really kind of point to to a, a specific offering or a specific point in time and say that that was the genesis. I would say that it was. Um, it's been this evolution coming out of the first, you know, um, CAD design models where you started to create 3D uh, design and line work. And then from that, there became this need to be able to replicate it so that I could visualize the design um, while not, not necessarily having a physical representation right in, in front of me. So it became this um, this thought of how do I experience a 3D design? Then, then where like uh, um, solutions like laser scanning came in, it allowed us to go out to the physical world and take these scans and <clears throat> create point clouds to then compare, you know, what was real against what was intended. And I think uh, it's been this constant um, evolution of uh, BIM in, in the, the heavy space as well as the building construction space. Um, but it really kind of started with that concept of creating a 3D design, a digital model. And so now we've, we've plugged in additional tools to really help us define what, what BIM is. Okay, so how has uh, the digital twin concept traditionally been applied? How has it been used and how is that uh, evolving um, now that we're seeing what it, all it can actually do? So, you know, it's interesting. I, I think it's, it's really starting to evolve in the heavy construction space. The building construction space was, has been, uh, you know, a few years ahead of heavy construction in terms of adoption of BIM. And we've seen that really come into play as far as being able to uh, perform things like clash detection, um, you know, in inspection, uh, very detailed as builds and validation of work being completed. That's now translating into the heavy space. Um, where, where we can we can monitor uh, the construction of an asset, say like a, a tieback wall that's being built. And with, with our scanners being able to orient them over a control point, we can basically now take entire um, point clouds and give them XYZ coordinates. And we can validate that, hey, this is what was designed. This is exactly how it was constructed and it, and it conforms to the the tolerance of the the job that also can be a, a record for as-built data that can be a record for the contractor in terms of a, any type of a maintenance bond that they may have to provide to the project owner um, but it's a way to validate and it's a becomes a, a source of truth on on what in fact was constructed Right. So looking at how it's being applied in civil construction, I mean, you're, you've talked through some of the, the concepts there. Um, can you go into a little more detail on where that would um, be utilized on some of these projects that fall under the civil construction realm? Or can you cite specific examples of how it's been used in this area? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think, you know, I mentioned tieback walls just, just a moment ago. 
Um, there's obviously the construction of a, a bridge or a bridge abutment, a bridge deck where there's a lot of rewire being tied. Um, one that always comes to mind for me um, is like storm, uh, stormwater retention or detention um, ponds or facilities where volume becomes very important. And um, <clears throat> so in the design, you know, we, we excavate, say, this, this detention pond and we, we place structures and, and, and these kind of things to control the flow of water and make sure we have enough airspace for it. With, with things like uh, laser scanning to give us a point cloud or, 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 or BIM data, we're able to now go scan that, that pond and get extremely accurate data about the amount of uh, volume that that um, facility can hold. It does that match design meet, you know, uh, meter exceed the design <clears throat> criteria. Before, what would happen is I would send a, my my surveyor out, and he would take you know a handful of uh, a point a discrete point collection around the top of a slope, maybe down at the bottom of a slope, um, and he might collect um, oh maybe a hundred points or so. And from that, we would connect lines, and we would try to make a determination of if the work was satisfactory or not. With with a an immersive point cloud, you literally are going to have billions of points that you can start to connect and say, we, we can say with absolute certainty um, that what we've done is, is correct. Um, and then go back a year later, for example, scan that same area and then compare those two to see if anything has, has changed um, in the you know, life of that asset. Right, right. It seems like it, it's very obvious that there are some huge gains in efficiency that can come from utilizing this technology on projects, on, on, regardless of the scale of the project. Um, but what can you tell us about what's driving the, the trend or the demand for um, this technology um, in the heavy construction space? And what are some of the potential benefits that that return on investment that contractors could potentially gain through adopting it? So there's several things that I would say uh, there's the the cost savings side, which is, you know, the, the, the big, big one to talk about. But there's also the even just like a progress billing type perspective for a contractor where, again, if I were to go onto a large earth moving site and take some kind of a topo grid with a total station or um, GPS rover, you know, I have to just connect lines and, and believe that I don't have big grade swings between the two. And, and basically I'm coming out with an average of that surface. And, um, and BIM allows me to absolutely submit for precise amounts of earthwork that I've done because I've, I've literally got points every you know, a few millimeters. Um, so on the cost saving side, though, it's it's very interesting because when when I'm able to construct a piece of work, uh, cut a slope, for example, if I'm able to then quickly validate that my slope um, meets the design criteria, I can confidently move on to my next task and not worry about coming back. 
through conventional methods, if I had to wait and have someone come take 15, 20, 30 shots with, uh, with the total station or a rover, and then again, connect those lines and tell me, eh, yeah, it's okay. We've got a little bulge there. I can get into a rework situation very quickly and, and rework sometimes is way harder than doing it the first time. So the ability while I'm there to, to do the work, to then validate it, say with confidence that I can move on because it conforms, avoid the rework totally um, is huge. Avoiding a clash in uh, maybe a utility because I'm able to you know, uh, see from my point cloud where a structure is and then where a design pipe is going to be, I can avoid having a clash in advance, right? I can avoid a, a disruption in service, downtime that I'm not um, putting maybe new pipe in the ground, but I'm fixing something that I broke. And the other thing is, is just really um, accuracy is addicting. And um, the more data that we have to show what we've done is, um, is something that I think we all strive for. It's, it's like instant feedback. And what I love about our solutions is when, when I do work and I get feedback, I, I learn how to improve. I learn the areas that I need to focus on and um, it, it helps me refine my processes going forward. Right, right. I mean, definitely a lot of, of key benefits there that you're describing. I think the question that keeps popping in my mind is, you know, historically, this has been a pretty technology averse industry. How do you um, get past that, that, that fear of, well, this sounds very complex. This is something that I, I don't know if I can implement on my projects. What can you tell people that helps that could help them to say, yes, I can do this? You know, I think it's, it, you're correct. It's been this, this um, <clears throat> journey in the heavy construction space. Um, <laughs> I remember several years ago, the first time that I saw a motor grader that had joysticks instead of, um, the 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 rack of knobs sure i thought oh that'll never take off that's crazy you can't run a grader like that and then after spending a little bit of time on it i absolutely loved it so we're we're creatures of habit so change is always a little uncomfortable and that's that's true of our our machines it's true of just about anything in in our industry and you know i think back when 2D machine control was first introduced and the thought of somehow kind of tethering, so to speak, your machine to a laser seemed difficult relative to just, you know, um, going out and, and chasing hubs uh, the way we used to do it. But that became then adopted and then easier technology. And then we started to blend some, some things like, um, laser guidance so still 2d with onboard sensors in a machine and then from from laser guidance we started to go to gps or even total station driven and so what's happened over time is we've watched as contractors make the transition from this is a large cost <clears throat> to my business is usually where they start and after they get over the initial hump, 
they start to view the technology as actually cost prevention um, in their operations. And so it's it's not so much about the, the the cost of a you know a machine control system or a ground penetrating radar system. It's about what that represents uh, for them in rework that they were able to avoid, streamlining the use of their materials, streamlining their use of their labor and their their equipment hours. And so, you know, re, the the concept of reality capture really is, the, is, is that next evolution. It's that next evolution um, above um, the GPS and total station driven site to this more immersive, more accurate um, um, way of doing cost prevention. So I really think, you know, it, it always takes a little bit of time, but, um, you know, that's, that's why I think it's so important that, that folks like yourself are talking about this, because this is a way um, for contractors to remain competitive uh, or to get more competitive, uh, to be more predictive about their costs associated with their, with their projects. And we have a, <clears throat> at, at Hexagon Heavy Construction, we have this, um, this mantra about all of the solutions that we provide have to be easy to use, easy to adopt, and, and easy for you to stay in control of. And so if we overcomplicate that, it, um, it, you, will, you will maybe buy one of something and then you'll struggle with it. And then you'll, you'll never immerse yourself into it. And sure. so by keeping things um, easy for you to adopt and implement into your business, and uh, to follow an open architecture strategy, allowing you to maybe even use some um, competitors' uh, products that, that you already have and, and tie in. It's really important that we let contractors experience this on their terms. They know how they run their business. We are a value add to their business. Right, right. It, so I, I guess the last thing that I'm curious about is where you see things going from this point. Um, what do you see for the future of the, the adoption of this type of technology into um, heavy construction operations, as well as perhaps into other aspects of construction? Do you see this continuing to evolve and grow as we go forward? I do. I, I think that it's going to be a very exciting next uh, several years in the industry because we are continuing to increase our speed with which we can blend um, different technologies together to make one cohesive solution. And so it's really exciting to see that how, how we can use um, early construction technologies, like I mentioned, like 2D uh, machine control in through 3D. Now, what I would call like fusing or, or, or blending these technologies together to have one very, I, I guess, robust data set that I can um, visualize my job before I start it. I can see, see what it will look like finished. So I can, so I can see it before I can see the after and I can do all of that before I ever start the job. And then throughout that process, I have a way of checking in and getting instant, you know, feedback on where am I at? 
how how am I doing? Is the quality there? Um, is is my production level there? Um, and so you know, part of our portfolio also includes um, you know our ag tech software. So now you're you're using that for your takeoff and your create your performing work and you're getting these feedback loops from all of our different sensors. And so I love to see how these are fusing um, the above ground, below ground, and on the ground sensors are being fused together. And that really what we're doing is we're we're going to allow contractors to build with more complexity but do it in a much more simple uh, interface for, for them and for their teams. And I think that that definitely is going to offer some huge benefits to the industry long-term from, from the sounds of it. So Troy, thank you again. This has been really insightful information about a technology that I think is, is really just start, kind of almost in its infancy at this point within the construction industry and pro- has a, a very prominent place, I think, in the future. Uh, So thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our guest, Troy Dolan at Leica Geosystems for joining us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share as we break more new ground together. Until next time.